Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Tino with Flawed and Free. I have two guests with me today, two guests that are near and dear to my heart, actually. They're two friends of mine, one by the name of Elanda. Hi. And Natasha. Hey, hey. <laughs> so y'all could just, you know, you know, just be chill. Like we just going to have just like a, a normal conversation like we would have on a day to day so that it doesn't have to be super formal or anything like that. I do have an outline of what we're discussing today, so I have some little notes and things like this, but don't pay no attention to that. Just do you. That's all you got to do. So thank you for joining today. Today's topic, today's title is called, Can Married Women Have Single Friends? So no better than to talk on this topic, but two beautiful married women and me, the single friend. <laughs> So outside of me, I'm sure you guys have other single friends that you may be able to reference in conversation. So it doesn't have to be in accordance to our personal relationship. But first question I have is, can a married woman be friends with a single man? I know we're talking about women, but can, they, can married women have friends with a single man? Uh, no. <laughs> Tell us why. And, and the reason, no, I'm not saying that you, you you can't, but it's better for the relationship just not to, because you have some men that they don't they don't want their wife hanging out with a single male, and it's easy to form a a bond that can be a, that can go beyond friendship. Let's just say you and your husband get into it, and you're running to that friend for comfort. And that comfort can turn into to something else. What's your take on that, Elanda? I disagree, actually. You disagree? I do. Okay. Well, I agree with some of the things she said, and some of them I don't. Because I do have some single male friends. But some males, like, are gay. Yeah. I mean, so with that being said, I do have some gay male friends that are my friends, and I'm married. I mean, they're not, they don't have partners, they don't have anything, so that's a single male being my friend. So that's one case I think it can be like that. Another case is I think sometimes I meet people at work or things like that where I think if you have a friend, it has to be 
your you and your husband's friend. I do not think a married woman can have a friend that's just her friend. I think it has to be a friend that you and your husband. It becomes the couple's friend. Not it's not just your friend anymore if you're in a relationship. Meaning, if I talk to that guy, most of the time it's not going to be on a regular basis, not daily. I mean, it's not somebody that you're talking to daily. As Tasha said, you can't have somebody that you're confiding in all the time. I think the relationship has to change, but you can still be friends. It can't be your best friend, but y'all can still talk. Y'all can still hang out in the presence of your husband. Because as she stated, it is dangerous if you're conversating with somebody every day. Stuff is not always good at home. I mean, so if I'm having issues with my husband and I'm confiding in this guy, that can lead to other things happening. So I think you just have to do it with boundaries. Understood. Understood. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually agree with the both of you guys because, you know, I think that every relationship should be, should have their own set of friends and their own values, their own, you should have your own space. And then there's a shared space. And I think that friends, you know, should come somewhat into the shared space. Now it does kind of get a little tricky when you start talking about other opposites sex you know so we happen to be women so we're talking about married women and single friends and or single women but really we don't want to exclude men we don't want to just talk about just single women because some of us have had friends that we grew up with maybe possibly that prior to the marriage that could be male or female and say that what do you do when you have a couple of friends or for instance I am divorced and so I met Tasha I was a married woman and over the course of our friendship I became divorced and so I'm now a single woman so what do you do do you write that person off when the the coupled relationship is over or do you continue forward? And so my, my take on it is I think it's circumstantial. I think it depends on the nature of the relationship because friendships are part of any sort of ship, right? Any sort of relationship. So you have business relationships, you have friendships, you have collegial, you have spiritual relationships. So there's a lot of different types of relationships. And so it falls under the relationship category, but you have to look at all relationships are risky to some extent, right? Whether you're in them by yourself or whether you're in them with a spouse. Now, scripturally, when you join and you become married, you become one person, you become one flesh, you become one unit. So anything that you do or that you draw into the marriage affects your relationship with your husband and or vice versa. If it's a man with a wife, the same situation. So anything that you bring into the marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a business relationship, whatever part of the relationship, it can be a risky investment, so to speak. So, you know, it's really something that you have to look at. Does the risk outweigh the reward. That's kind of how I look at it. You know, whether you're single, married, divorced, does the risk of this relationship, whether it's a business one, whether it's a friendship, we happen to be talking about friendships today. So that's our focus for today. But again, you know, how does it affect your unit? How does it affect your unit in the marriage? I think I'm going to go back to what I said. If the, if it's your true friend, and they see that they are causing havoc in the relationship, they're gonna back off a little bit. Mm 
So if I see that your husband is having a problem with me as your friend, I need to take a few steps back. And as a friend, that's what a friend will do, male or female. So I think if you're my friend and you know my husband, we are having issues about me spending time with you or you coming around, you need to kind of tweak that to conform to my relationship. Also, back to what you said about male friends, I've met people at work that I connected with and later on I introduced them to my husband or I invited them over to gatherings that we've had and I've introduced them to my husband. As I stated, didn't talk to him every day. Throughout the years, they've become married. So now we're friends with him and his wife. But initially that was my guy friend that I introduced to my family that, you know, supported my kids when my daughter was in a car accident. He just became a part of my family. So he wasn't just my friend, he became our friend. So I think that's the thing when you have a friend in a relationship, you almost have to bring that person into your family if it's gonna be received. But if it's just your personal friend that you're talking to on a regular basis, no, that's not gonna work. That's not, that's not gonna work. I agree. What's your taste? I, I, I agree with what she yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, I agree with everything she said. Cause I have a yeah, I have a guy friend that I've had for years, and he mm-hmm. was single when I met him. But I bought him to meet Frank. I bought it, met, you know, I invited him all to our little gatherings that we have, the kids parties, and he came by himself for years, and he finally just got married. Right. So now he come with his wife. Right. You know. So how do you feel about, I mean, because our primary topic are single women friends. And so do you think that, I think it's almost an easy deal when it comes to the opposite sex, right? It's like my husband comes first or my wife comes first when, you know, if it's a, it's a, if it's a friend of the opposite sex. But when it's a girlfriend, how do you, I mean, how do you feel about that relationship with your husband? Do you mind that that friend, that 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 girlfriend being friends with your husband in the same manner as they are with you? Or should there be like boundaries or limits between between that? Go ahead, Tasha. Cause I saw I saw your face. Your face was like, mm. yeah. I don't <laughs> think there's no boundaries, no limits. Like, no, nah, female got to go. Like, <laughs> what you mean she gotta go? No. Nah, but, but you're friends with Tina. Yeah. I'm, well. It's yeah. different because what? she initially was not my husband's friend. Are you? Is it that way? Coming into the relationship, I brought Tina into our family. My husband didn't bring Tina into the family, so I just so you would have a problem with I, it then I would if have it came a, from I would your have husband. A, well, me personally, like I would have a problem if my husband was hanging with a female all the time, saying that it, this female is his best friend. I just, I can't, I can't get with it. Well, so then in your relationship, y'all can't have opposite sex friends. Unless it's... We... So you, you don't believe in having a male friend and he can't have a female friend in your relationship? To be honest, we never had that issue. issue. Like, mm-hmm. he never brought a female friend around and I never brought a... A male. A male mm-hmm. friend around. I was always around female, so that never came up as an issue for us or just a topic just to discuss. So, but like what she said, so if it's your girlfriend, what are, are there boundaries between your friend and your husband? Well, I trust Tina. Okay, let's say Tina, for example. I trust Tina. So if she was to come to my house and my husband is there, I know that nothing's gonna happen. 
but to bring in somebody that I don't know, yes, and he know. said that he knows. Let's play them games. I don't know that person like that. So and see, I disagree with that. Mm. I think okay. as a single, as a single woman, if you're my friend, if I'm not home, don't come to my house. Oh, don't come to my house with my husband. Oh, because you're my friend. So there's no reason for you to be sitting there with Frank having conversations if mm-hmm. I'm not there. So if I'm not home, well, you need to wait till I come. You need to wait till I come home. So for, to come around, that's just that's just that's some of those boundaries I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Okay. Or if you are having issues, you don't need to be calling my husband with your man issues, with your kid issues. You don't need to be doing those are the boundaries. So you can't. It's just again, if we're all together and you want to talk about your husband issues or your issues with your kids, that's one thing. Right. But if you start calling Frank. I'm not going to like that. It's going to be an issue. So it needs to be, again, it needs to be more of a couple thing where we're together in a certain setting so we can, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call Tobe and have a conversation with Tobe about what I'm dealing with with Eric. I think that's inappropriate. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay for me to call Tobe if Tasha is in on the conversation. If I go to Tasha's house and her husband is home and she's not there, I'm going to say, well, you know what? I'll be back later when she comes. I'm just not going to sit there with Tobe and wait for Tasha to come home. I'm just not. And I do agree with you that there are some friends that you can trust like that. But for the most part, 90% of the time, I'm going to need you to leave if I'm not at home. I need you to come back when I come there. I mean, you're going to have a problem. Right. Basically. Well, scripture does scripture does say don't let your good be evil spoken of. So even if it there's good intent or good intention or none no intent at all, the fact of the matter is you don't want to set up a a a story or a possible situation that can be perceived right. as something that's not appropriate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So understandably so, you want to set up a boundary or a limit to just kind of say, okay, that's really not appropriate for me to have this conversation. Or if there is a conversation, for instance, for me, my son is very close to her husband. And so most of what I talk, I don't talk to him about personal situations, but right. he has a relationship with my son. So if there was something I wanted to communicate from a male perspective, because, you know, his father is far from here. So if there was something I wanted to communicate from, you know, I would nine times out of ten go through Tasha and say, if it was something, say, do you mind if Toad talks to him about this? Or do you mind That's appropriate. If, right. But right. you shouldn't just But I would never. I would call her yeah. before I called him That's and say, hey, I got this situation with Xavier. You know, unless she said or gave me permission. Now, I know she trusts me and I trust we're like family. So, I mean, I know that. Right. But I still don't want my good evil spoken of. You right. know what I'm saying? So, you know, but some people don't have the discernment or the wisdom or the experience to make that decision. And I think that's why the boundaries need to be set. Right. So even though you're my close friend, those rules for everybody. Everybody. Right. Everybody follow these rules. I don't care if you my my sister don't need to sit in my house if I'm not there. What you what you doing? Right. What you talking to Frank about? I mean <laughs> come pick up the kids, come do your thing, right. go home. I mean, cause I'm not finna just hang out with my brother-in-law. I right. mean, he's cool and everything, but I'm just not... I think women should... I think there's just some rules to relationships. Yeah. It's just certain things that yeah. you don't do. Even me as a married woman, if I'm going to a married woman's house, it's just things that I'm not going to do 
while her husband is there. It's just things that it's just it's just some rules that you follow out of respect, not even about me trusting you or not trusting you. Some of it's just being respectful of the relationship. That's what so I what think. So what do you do when you got someone that's maybe not respectful of it? How do you handle it? You don't deal with that person. Right. That's a person that's not allowed to be in your, that's just somebody that you can't deal with. Because if that's the case, it's going to continue to cause problems. Another thing, you said something about your husband. I think your husband should always be first. Yes. And whatever you had said, I can't remember what you said a few minutes ago. But he always has to be first. But two, you have to know, as a woman, you have to have good discernment. Mm -hmm on what you can and can't do or how to introduce that into your situation. Because if he feels secondhand, that's going to cause problems too. No matter how much you love this female and you trust this female, you have to make it to a point where he's still number one and he feels that so the relationship is not a problem. Because if he doesn't feel that, he's going to have a problem with the relationship anyway. Understood. Understood. And that's the, and that's what you that's what you take on in marriage when you decide to get married. <laughs> We're not so funny. When you decide to get married, you know, and you become one, you know, then you have to take into account everything that concerns that person, everything that concerns their family, their friends, their flaws, their life, every part of it. So even if I disagree or like you said, even if I have to put his emotions, his thoughts, his feelings as a priority, it has to come first. So I understandably so understand that in choose in any relationship we have. Like I said, we were talking we're talking about friendships now, but this goes for family. Mm-hmm. This goes for everything. Your your spouse who you decided to marry and took your vow before God, they come first in all things. Your children, mm-hmm. they come first. And so we develop relationships with our with our kids, and and we get close to them. And sometimes we'll even put them before our husband. And you can't do that either. These are all relationships that are a part of just our lives in general. And so you know, there's a you know you have to factor that in to. And some people disagree. I, I saw a meme one day, kind of off topic, but I saw a meme one day that's or a, a topic of discussion in a group on Facebook, and they were saying, "Do you, when you cook dinner, who gets the first plate? Does your husband get the first plate, or do the kids get the first plate?" And when I tell you that led some serious controversy, you know, as to you know, how old they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the thing yeah. is, my husband always makes sure that we eat first. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's not worried about us giving me giving him his plate first. It's no, babe, you go ahead first. You and Maya eat, then he'll he'll fix his food. So he always makes sure that we we're straight first. Wow, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. It don't always come that way. Well, my husband don't cook, so <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. You say your husband don't cook? He don't cook. He yeah, don't plates. He don't. He don't. I don't, we don't, I mean, and when I cook, like I said, it depends on the age. I mean, when your kids are younger. But she cooks probably, he cooks as well. That's what I'm saying. I know, he, but he she cooks probably food. more of the, of the, you know, a higher percentage So when you meal. cook, who eat first? You, who plate do you fix first? Actually, I fix, you fix your it, own plate. It, it depends on the She mood. fix my plate when I come over there. It depends on, it, it depends on, I guess, 
how I feel that day. Or if he's ready to eat. If he ain't ready to eat, then his plate don't get yeah. fixed. So, I mean, I'll fix mine. Now Maya's old enough to fix her own plate. Right. So I ain't fixing nobody's plate really but mine. <laughs> but... I don't think that's ever been an issue at my house. No, nah, like, uh-uh. like that's who not no. Ate first, so who don't nobody know? care. Like yeah. as long as they <laughs> we eat. We never had that issue at my. Yeah, because I'm like, who does eat first? And see, that goes back to them. The, Back in the day when mm-hmm. women had to be submissive and well, and women, please, like it's changing. <laughs> like it's changing. Like as the times are changing. So it ain't like it was back in the day. Is submission. I'm not saying fixing a plate uh-oh, is submission, uh-oh. but it goes back into that time back in the day where women had to fix the plate, women had to wash the clothes, women had to take care of the kids, women couldn't work, their place was basically in the house. So if the woman's place was in the house, they had to fix the meal for the man. So the man's job was to go out and pay the bills and they didn't have to do nothing else. So it's changing. Nobody fixing, ain't nobody fixing plates no more like oh, that. No. Oh no, oh no! I fix my husband. I still, I still operate. He still fixes. I, fix I don't have a husband now. Serious. I don't think it's that serious like it was back in the day. Well, times are times are changing. You know, I think it's a matter of your experience, and it's circumstantial to because what works in my house doesn't work in your house or mm-hmm. in your house. And you know, and so submission that's gonna be a whole nother. That's gonna be a whole yeah. It's a whole nother, nother topic. So, you know, I'm glad you made mention to that because I think it, it's a good topic to also talk about and discuss because submission is not authoritative. It's not dictator. It's not like, you know, it's, you know, a man and a woman, in my opinion, and not just my opinion, but scripturally, should serve one another. Jesus was, Jesus served. So, I mean, everybody should, if you have a servanthood mentality, I serve you, you serve me, nobody ever feels slighted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's really no position or title that's connected to I'm the wife I work or I, I'm the wife I don't work. You make the money, so I submit to you by making your plate. I think, you know, over like you said, over time things have evolved. The millennials do things different than even what, how we did things and even how our parents did things. Just over the course of time, people's mindsets have changed. <clears throat> well, the word of God stays the same, thank God. But, you know, in every home, what's acceptable and not acceptable will be different. It will change according to past experiences, past, you know, knowledge, wisdom, or maybe how you grow up or how he grew up, how he grew up. So I think it's, you know, circumstantial to each relationship. And I think, too, back to what you said about that first, putting people first. Yeah. I think if you have a husband that was God chosen, mm. and if you have the right husband, say it, that's where say you... Say it louder for the people in the back. When you have them. a godly chosen yes. husband and a man, <laughs> it depends on who your man is, too. So when I'm saying put him first, if you have the right man... Putting him first is going to be okay because at the end of the day, he's going to want the kids to be taken care of. He's going to want you to be taken care of, but you can't put any man first. You got to put the right man first. So that's the thing too. Some women do put men before their children and before other things, but those are not the men you should be putting before your children and other things. But if you have a man that was chosen by God and that's for you and that's for the children, he's going to do the thing that's in the best interest of you and the children. That's even with friends. Friendships. 
if he loves you and he cares about you and he sees that that person makes changes within you or that you enjoy that person, he's going to want you to be happy. Right. So he's not going to tell you to remove people from your life right. that, that enhance your life. He's going to want those people for you because you want them. So that's part of having the right man too, is he's not going to try to get rid of people that are positive and that are a good influence on you. So that's, that's a whole big thing too, is having the right person. A lot of those things are totally different depending on who you with. Cause even if my husband might not like somebody, if I keep talking about her, if I keep doing good things with her, right. eventually sometimes he comes around and say, Oh, okay, this chick is okay. My, my wife really like her. My wife, my wife really enjoy being with her. Let me just let her go be with her and have her a good time. Right. You know, so if he loves me enough, he's going to learn to love the people that I love. If those people are good for me, basically. Correct. That's and that goes back to some of what we mentioned already with, with using wisdom and using discernment. They're not one and the same. Those are right. two different things. Discernment is, is something that's probably more from a spiritual perspective. And, and that's being able to identify the obscure more or less there's a there's a there's a judgment there's a there's a, a the ability to discern the things that are not easily seen mm -hmm. wisdom wisdom is something that comes more from experience knowledge you know you can learn you can read a book and and gain wisdom you can you can experience things in life and 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 gain wisdom but but you can't necessarily when it comes in this in, in this topic we're talking about with people or situations you have to be able to put both together both wisdom and discernment discernment meaning that you can kind of use your spiritual insight to judge the obscure thing the not easily seen thing and that comes from god and you can ask god for wisdom I mean, God gives us wisdom and some are gifted with more and, and they're, you know, but it's a gift from God, wisdom and discernment. So it, it, but again, if you're in a spiritual relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's your marriage, because scripture says, be not unequally yoked. So that just doesn't mean just in marriage, that's in friendship, that's in everything. You have to be equally yoked in friendship and marriage so that you can have, you can walk hand in hand with one another as you proceed and move on and you aspire and desire things in your life, if you're with someone, whatever the relationship is, and it's not equally yoked, then there will be discord. There will be confusion. There will be, and so you have to be able to utilize your discernment, your wisdom along the course of your relationship to discern, is this, you know, is this the right thing? Is this the wrong thing? You know, it's not so hard when you're in sync. It's not so hard when you've chosen the right mate or the right friend and you've discerned and, and you utilize some of the God-given wisdom to make those decisions in those relationships. So Proverbs 27, I was doing some study in 17, says as iron sharpens, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. So as if, if, I'm, in a, if I'm in a state of prosperity and productivity, as your friend, I should be able to sharpen you. I should be able to grow you and you should be able to do the same thing. That's what, you know, it's iron sharpens iron. So, you know, in all of your relationships and even in your marriages, 
you know, you should be able to glean and grow from one another. You know, you should be able to, you know, I should be able to have a conversation with you and learn something from you. And vice versa, you should be able to have one and learn something from me. And that's how you grow. And so that's how you sometimes know when you're not equally yoked. And sometimes as you evolve over time, you know, you grow distant with it, you know, depends upon the mindset and the foundation in which that relationship was built. Sometimes that it, it doesn't always line up. And so you kind of have to discern whether what type of relationship is this. You know what I'm saying? What's your take? It looks like you want to say something, Amanda. Well, I was just thinking about, you know, we're talking about friends and relationships. Whether you're married or not married, you cannot stand alone. You, you, yeah. I learned that because when I first got married, I probably didn't have as many friends but you can never stand alone, whether that be needing somebody to pick your kid up from school or you need somebody to help you with some. You and your husband will not be able to do everything by yourselves. At some point, you're going to need somebody to help you out. Your husband and you are not going to, your husband, you and your family are not going to be able to do it. That's going to come a point in your life, whether that be if your kid's out of state and you know somebody in that state, whether your kids, you and your husband are both stuck at work, somebody's sick, you always need somebody. So it's not, it's not wise to not have some type of friendships in your life. So there has to be somebody or some people that you can depend on outside of your husband. He's not your, he can't be your tell-all be-all. You got to have something outside of him. Whether that be a single woman, a married woman, at some point you're going to need a friend. It's nothing <laughs> yeah. like a friend. Yeah. I mean, and I know people say, my husband is my best friend. <laughs> okay, girl. But you're going to need another friend at some point. <laughs> what you think, Tasha? I <laughs> I mean, so, and, and yeah. I think, too, some things, your husband is your husband, but it's some things female, it's just different. You can talk to females about things sometimes that you can't discuss with a male. Sometimes I think you can have discussions about your relationship that when you go home, you're in a better state of mind than what you would have been had you not had that conversation with the appropriate friend. Right. And I say the appropriate friend because everybody's not eligible for you to tell your, everybody not qualified for you to tell your business to. Yes, girl, Everybody ain't qualified for you to talk to. So there are some women that can lead and guide you in a way that you go home and your mood is not as bad or you're not yeah. as mad or you get over what it was that you were going through. So you just got to have a good friend. It's, it's Friends, it's just different things. It depends on your relationship, your definition of a friend, really. But I do think there, it's good to have friends. For sure, for sure. Discern the difference. Mm -hmm. Discern the, the difference between what to say, what not to say, when mm -hmm. to fold, when to play. Mm -hmm. You know, even in the topics of conversation where you may enlist some support in a conversation, you have to protect some privacy and you can still display the thing in which you maybe want to get across to your friend without basically putting it all out on there. <laughs> or just know who you're sharing with. Right. I mean, because I have different yeah. friends. I can't tell everybody everything. But I do have, you know your friends too. I have my friends that I'm, I'm always get that spiritual advice from. I got some friends that's going to always tell me the best thing about my kids. I have different friends that give me different advice in different areas. And as you talk to people, 
you kind of know I'm not going to tell her this or I'm going to ask this person about this <laughs> or I'm not going to ask this person because I'm going to get madder if I talk to her. You know, I'm going to go to her because she's going to be more neutral. So you have to know your friends too in your relationships before you start. You don't share everything with everybody. You know, you got to pick and choose who you give that information to. And you know who you're dealing with just yeah. from the stuff that they've told you in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So next question, how do you feel about sharing social media pages with a, with a spouse? Okay. You know, like the Facebook, you know, your Facebook <laughs> friends. <laughs> We're talking about personal friends, but, you know, I've seen a lot of situations where, you know, spouses share a Facebook page and share Facebook friends. What, what's your take on that? I don't know about sharing a page. I mean, he can have his page, and I can have my page, and I got on there that you're my husband, and that's it. But you got to do things separate. You can't do everything together. You got to have your own space. You got to be able to think freely. You can't have him thinking for you. Like, you have to have your own. Like, just because you're married, that don't mean you lose your identity. So I feel that if you're sharing a page, well, some people, that might work for them. Sharing the page, but I do feel that you got to have your own. Can't share everything. I'm not gonna do it. You You're not gonna do it for him. You cannot be on my Facebook. <laughs> You're not facing me on my she Instagram. Said, I ain't gonna do I'm it. not doing it. I do think some people do that because of the infidelity within the relationship. Yeah. I think Facebook, social media can cause issues within the marriage. I think when you have yeah. somebody that's inappropriate on social media where they're hooking up with their high school sweethearts, they going back to the people they dated before, and when you don't, you can't trust them and they can't trust you, so you have to, you know, pretty much you kind of policing what you're doing on the social media, what you're not doing, who you're talking to, who you're not talking to. Me personally, if I can't trust you, we don't have a whole lot going on here. So I do have a Facebook page. Frank is not with me. He has, like Tasha said, I have that I'm married on there, and that's that, and that's it. I'm, but you do have to have your own things outside of your husband. You cannot do everything mm -hmm. together. You, that's just not going to work either long term. You have to have some things. You lose your identity when you share everything. You don't need to share everything. Some things you need to, you need to be able to love yourself before you can love somebody. And part of loving yourself is having your own thing, doing your own thing, having stuff that's for you that you enjoy. Some things that you enjoy, your spouse might not enjoy. You're not going to ever marry somebody and y'all have yeah, yeah, all yeah. totally the same interests, all totally the same things. That's not realistic. So that's part of that thing. Social media, I might like to go watch cooking channels on my social media. Right. I might want to go look at the Red Table Talk. He might want to post about the Cowboys. I don't want, I might not want that on my page. Right. So that's just kind of me and my identity and him and his identity and we're not the same person even though we're one as a couple but yeah I know that definitely won't work for Tasha mm -hmm. her and I both like the Cowboys and her husband want to want to want to choke us both <laughs> like don't post it on my page <laughs> y'all could never share a page he would shut the whole page uh, yeah. down <laughs> he's a Steelers fan yeah. he's a Steelers fan so my brother would not be having that. He'd be mad when we'd be over there talking sometime. He'd be like, are you talking that stuff in my house? <laughs> He'd be like, Tasha, actually, you like a couple of different teams. So, well, you know, I don't think it's I, stuff, I don't think I have a set team mm -hmm. yet, but Cowboys and the Steelers, mm -hmm. I go for both. But course, in my house, he said I can't go for both. Yeah, yeah. so no, he said no. I got to pick a side. He said she got to pick a side or get out. 
don't know. Like some days, I don't, I don't like the Steelers like this. Some days, I don't like the Cowboys like this. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. You're a, so, fair, you're a fair weather fan. But this fair is the thing. Weather? I'm just now getting into football. Good. Yeah, so me can too. I find my team? That's, that's can I find who I like? Like. I'll support your team, go Steelers, but let me find who I like. Right, 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 right. I'm not automatically just supposed to like the Steelers because right. he likes because he that's does. what you that's he what does. you want. Like right. now I'm I'm your you're my wife, you're supposed to like the Steelers. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I want you know, I don't I don't think I think it's okay to support, but I don't think yes, that you have I support. To. And I'm no, and he's just joking. I know, and, and I'm gonna go back and say something else too. It's about what works for you. What works yeah. for me and my husband might be different for Tasha and her husband. Yeah. That's another thing people have to realize is that if you and your husband want to share a social media site, and that's what works for your marriage, yeah. that's how y'all stay married. Yeah, show, share your page. Yeah, but in, for me and my house, right, we not sharing the page. So you Understood. can't go by another couple and what they do and yeah. set the standards for your relationship. Understood. You got to do what works for your relationship because your husband is different than my husband. You know, so whatever works for y'all, go for that. You know. Got it. Another question I got. So, would you cut off a friendship with someone if your spouse desired it? Why does he want me to cut off the friendship? If he has valid points, mm. maybe. But if he does not have valid points, no, I'm not. So if there's things that he feels like are happening and I think are valid reasons to stop talking to that person, if she's taking me out and, you know, encouraging me to talk to other men, if she's constantly pulling me away from family time, okay, I can understand that. But if it's just, I just don't like her, no, I'm not going to stop talking to her. So who, to, who determines the validity of the point? Because what's valid to him might not be valid to you. What do you think? Should you turn off of? Should you stop a relationship if your husband tell you to? No, I, I agree with what you said. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be a valid reason. Like why? I'm gonna go back to what I said before. If I'm with you and you with me, I have to touch, trust your judgment. Mm -hmm. I, as your wife, trust my judgment in who I am and the person that I am and the person that I choose to spend my time with. As your wife, is certain people that I'm not going to spend my time with. I'm not going to allow a woman to jeopardize my relationship. Okay. So with that being said, you need to trust me in that department to know that I'm not going to allow somebody to come in and jeopardize my family, my relationship with you. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to, I have sense enough to choose the right people to have in my life. And as my spouse, you have to trust that. But you don't get to choose that for me. Because, I'm my, again, I'm my own person. Understood. So, I think I, I might have already kind of touched on this with the shared friendship. I was asking about phone numbers and social media contacts. Do you, how do you feel about sharing, like, numbers and contacts with your spouse and friends? Do you think all communication should go through you? Or do you think that both of you can have contact with your spouse? Well, with a friend. Well, when it comes to my husband's friends, I don't have any of their mm. numbers. Unless I'm planning a party or something, then I go through Facebook to get in contact with them. But as far as like having his friends' numbers in my phone, I don't. And you have toads, mm -hmm. and that's because cut Xavier's hair. Yeah. But... I mean, I, I, I really don't see a reason see for it. Like, if I need to invite, 
one of Tove Mel's friends to a barbecue or something, I asked Tove, like, hey, babe, can you invite your, your friend? Do you want to invite him to the barbecue or to your birthday party? Or if it's a surprise, I'll go through Facebook like I did last time. Like, I have no need for their numbers. I think you share contacts like what we said before for opposite sex friends. Like you said, Frank has your number. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's different. His male friends, those are his friends. I mean, again, you're married, but you're still an individual. You can't share everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's important to share opposite sex friends, but some women that I meet, I'm not, my husband doesn't know every woman that I meet. Mm -hmm. I might have relationships at work. I have relationships at the gym. I have mm -hmm. relationships at different places I go. He doesn't need everybody number that I talk to and I don't need everybody number that he talks to. Right. So again, he has to remain an individual even though we're one in a relationship because if he can't maintain his individuality, he's not going to be happy with me. He needs something that's for himself that's outside of me and his children. Everybody needs that. So yeah. part of that is his friends. If it's his male friend, like she said, I don't need his male friend numbers. Some of the guys I don't even know. He work with people. He talks to people all the time. So that's, again, where that trust comes in. I mean, you, I have to trust his judgment enough that he's going to do the right thing. But at the same time, I really don't know everybody that he talks to. I don't know everybody that he's dealing with. I don't. Nobody knows everything that the other person is doing. But he has to have his own individual things going on outside of me. So I don't want all of his contacts numbers. His Facebook people, those are people he went to high school with. Right. Those are people he knew from before he ever met me. I mean, so he has relationships that he built before I ever came into his life. Right. And there's no reason for him to cut all of that off because now he's with me. I mean, it's okay for him to maintain relationships as long as they're respectful. I've seen situations with people where they've had, like you said, high school friends, old friends, male, female, maybe both, you know, or maybe old married friends that are divorced now and maybe remarried mm -hmm. and have a whole new relationship, regardless of what it is, and literally a new relationship or, or union come in marriage, right? And they say, oh, that was, you can't be friends with so-and-so. They might be remarried. In a whole new relationship, but this new relationship, they're saying, "Oh no, you gotta cut off. You gotta, you with me now. So that's from your past. You can't be friends with him or her, whether they're remarried or not. Haven't you seen that before? I have Where, women that'll stop talking to me when they get in relationships. Mm. So they get into a relationship and they're not allowed to have friends once they're in a relationship. Then when that relationship ends, mm -hmm. they'll come back and talk to you again once they're not with the guy. But if they're with the guy, they can't have a friendship. I'm going to go back to what I said before. If that's the right guy, I don't you think that's do going to be the case. Right. I think if you have a guy that's secure within himself, mm. that has a relationship with God, he yes. trusts you as a woman that he wits to make good decisions, he's going to allow you to be an individual. I mean, at some point, that's just kind of controlling. Understood. You know, you telling me who I can talk to, who I can't talk to, who I can be friends with, who I can't be friends no, with. I mean, so I'm like, that's not a spirit you want. You if, don't want nobody. You yeah, don't want I mean, so if, like if I can't, I don't see why I can't remain friends with people that I was friends with before. Unless, I guess, the only way I can see that being okay is if maybe the ex, we're in a situation where the ex is always in the same 
environment that we're in, I can see the new spouse feeling uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. But if it's not a situation where we're with the, I think sometimes you do need to change people. If you get out of a relationship, sometimes you need to cut that off and let it be in the past. So you can't bring into the new what you had in the past. Mm -hmm. So if those are the same friends that you and your ex-husband had, it might be a good idea to cut those friends off. Mm. So I don't think, I think when you're trying to move forward, sometimes you need to move forward with different people and in a different stage of your life. And you can't do that when you're still, you know, interacting with people from your past because you're going to constantly know what's going on, what's happening. You just need to leave all that behind and start with something new. If, it, if it's the same people that you were intertwined with in your previous relationship. So I think then maybe so. But, you know, that's situational. Yeah, yeah. As a lot of what we talked about today, yeah. you know, we could probably go scenario for scenario and come up with a million different ways and a million different topics. And, you know, everybody's different. Every friendship is different. You know, every marriage is different. I don't think there's really any right or wrong per se. Mm -hmm. um, again, you know, we can always find scripture or something that can tie back in, you know, how we should you know, be friends or how we, you know, what, what God requires in marriage and all of those things. But yeah, it, it can get kind of muddy over time, depending upon the situation at hand. So, you know, I thank you all for coming today, you know, just to kind of tie everything in. And we talked about, we talked a lot about using your wisdom, using discernment, choosing godly relationships. Not just in marriage, but in all of your ships, <laughs> relationships, looking at your relationships and, and discerning and deciphering between risk versus reward. In, in the medical field, we say risk versus benefit. <laughs> well, do the benefit outweigh the risk or do the risk outweigh the benefit? You know, and so in this in this sector, we, I'm, I'm saying risk versus reward. You know, same thing, same concept. You know, what does this relationship bring to my life? What does this relationship take from my life? You know, does this add? Does this does this build me? Does it grow me? Is it a positive one? Is it so? You know, there's a lot of things that you have to take into a fact into account when you're in a relationship and when you're sharing a relationship. And even when you're sharing amongst friends, you know, I met you both separately and you guys know each other through me. And so, but, you know, you have to kind of discern that as well as to who you introduce who to, who can be in the same space together, who cannot. And so that also takes a degree of wisdom and a degree of discernment to make those proper decisions. So again, I thank you guys for coming and you can find me on Facebook at Flawed and Free. You can find me on Instagram, Flawed and Free, or you can go to my website at www.theflawedandfree.com. So again, you guys, you be blessed as you move about on your way. And I'm going to go ahead and cut out for the day. So less of me, more of you. Flawed and free, free to be me. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>